Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? <laughs> no way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable. So thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hello, hello, I'm Paige Killian here to talk to you today about something that I think is going to help you if you are moving. So I'm curious, are any of you out there house hunting right now with all of the craziness that's going on in the world? Do any of you feel like this is the time to be looking for deals on homes? Or maybe you have wanted to move for such a long time and because it is the summer, this is a good time to start your move and be ready for when school starts in the fall. So today I just want to talk to you about how to simplify your move in you guessed it, three simple steps. Now, is that possible? I mean, there are a million things to consider. So many moving parts when you are moving from one home to another, especially if you add in moving to a different state, especially add in a little stress. If you've got kiddos and there are more than one personality and human body or throw in a pet in the mix that you are moving from one place to another. Lots of things to consider. So I want to remind you, if you haven't listened to episode one yet, I talk about my three E's philosophy. This is something that I started when I was a kindergarten teacher way too many years ago to count. So the deal is these kindergartners I found would really not feel overwhelmed, not feel too stressed out, but would move forward in whatever activity I was asking them to do to transition into if I kept the directions to three simple steps. So what happens when we are busy moms of littles 
and juggling a million things and adulting and parenting, it's also kind of nice to only have three simple steps to accomplishing whatever goals that are in front of you. So that doesn't mean three simple steps and then, oh, look at that, we're moved. What it means is let's talk about three things right now that are going to be super helpful. And once you check those off your list, you can then create another three steps. Okay. So bear with me while I tell you what I think are my top three things that you can focus on to have an organized and successful move. All right. First of all, Again, if you've listened to episode one, I really like to start with the purge. So my three E's are essentials, enhancements, and extras. Three words that start with E that make sense in getting the ball rolling all the way to completing your goal. So essential number one, again, it's going to be the purge for a move. Just like it would be in organizing your space, you want to get rid of anything that you're not using that's not serving you, that's not going to be something a kiddo might grow into in the future, anything that you do not want or need, especially if it means that you can then give it to somebody else, donate it to someone else, or sell it in a yard sale to someone else who could use it, absolutely, before a move, your first step is going to be the purge. So that is going to be number one. And additionally, just so you know, I think that the purge needs to happen prior to your move. And then once you have moved into your home, you're going to do another purge because inevitably you're going to get some stuff to the new space that you thought, well, that might work. But then once you get there, you decide either it's not going to fit. You know, sometimes that happens with furniture and you got to pivot a little bit. And then also you might just decide, I have had this hand-me-down furniture that has served me well in the past, but I'm ready. I've got this new space and I'd really like to focus my energy on having kind of a fresh start with new furniture too. So whatever the reason is, it might be appropriate to do a purge once you arrive to the place too. All right. All right. Your second step, your enhancement, what is going to make that even better is properly labeling all of the boxes that you're going to be moving. So I'm going to tell you more specifically about how I think you should do that in a second. And I want to go ahead and go on to the third step, which is now this might feel a little woo woo to some of you uh, reality based mamas. I'm a reality-based mama. I definitely have my faith as a Christian in God who I can't, you know, touch or see. And I believe he's there. And a lot of times that's as, about as woo-woo as I go. <laughs> but I will tell you, I am fully investing in this woo-woo trick. And it is my third extra here, my third step in the three E's, which is visualizing this process. Now, again, if you are like a, I got to have my concrete steps, that might feel a little weird for you to be visualizing your move, but I'm telling you it's going to be helpful. So I'll dive in a little bit more specifically to that as well. All right. Those are going to be your three steps to an organized, successful move. And I know that there are way more things that are going to fall under these categories as you go, but try to keep it simple. The more simply you can think about these steps the less stressed and overwhelmed you're going to become. Okay. All right. So I'm here with you and we're going to do this together. So let's go back and kind of write down those three steps real quick. Uh, we're going to start with the essential purge. Step number one of your three simple steps to an organized successful move is the purge. And again, I really talked about this as I brought it up, which is just getting rid of anything that is not 
fitting or you're not using. So when I say fit, if you have kids that you have been hanging on to hand-me-downs because you either have another one on the way or you already have one, you know, he's going to grow into this stuff, or you think, you know, I'm just not sure. I'm not sure if we're going to end up using this or not. When I talk about purging the clutter in your life, your clutter might be expensive and nice. You may have invested a lot of money in that clutter, so to speak. So please don't hear me say that these things that you're not using or don't need anymore are trash or are not worthy of you keeping. It's just time to get really honest about, do I want to take these things that I've held on to, to my next space? And if you feel like the stuff that you have is meaningful and you're going to go back multiple times in your life and look at these things, or you're going to take your things and you're going to display them beautifully in your new home, hold on to them. However, if what you're about to do is take stuff that was in a storage unit or did have a place in your home or was packed up in boxes in your current home, And you're simply going to do the same thing with it in your next move. You're going to stick it in a storage unit forever and not look at it. Or it's going to get to your new place because you feel obligated to take it because maybe somebody gave it to you as a gift. And then you know it's just going to sit there. This is the time when you're doing your purge to be decisive and fearless. Don't fear that, oh, I might end up using that in the future. I can't get rid of it. Because what happens is that oftentimes it turns into clutter. And this is a fresh start. This is such a cool opportunity for you to start over. Whether it's changing your style from what you had in your old home to a fresh new space. Maybe you're downsizing because your kids are off to college and you feel like you want a smaller space for you and your spouse or your last remaining kiddos who are at home. Or maybe you're just starting out and you've decided we're going to move to a larger home. This is going to be possibly our forever home or a stepping stone in that direction. And you want to get more bedrooms or an open concept space. Whatever this new start is going to be for you, you don't want to bring clutter to that space. So get fearless, get decisive, and really don't stress about hanging on to everything you have now. I hope that that's encouraging for when you do tackle that project of the purge. And again, for a little bit more on that particular step, go back and listen to, I believe it's episode seven, which is called the essential purge. And that is just going to kind of give you a little bit of motivation and help. And again, understanding of how you can get rid of those things, being decisive and fearless without that bringing additional stress into your life. Okay. And Hey, listen, if you're going to move, This is the perfect opportunity. You're going to be at home, pop in those earbuds and be listening to this and get that organization motivation as you're doing it. So you don't feel like you're doing it alone. All right. I will add in a little, make sure you're communicating with your family that, Hey guys, some of these things that maybe we've held on to for a while, it's time for us to let it go. Paige says we got to (laughs) purge. Okay. (laughs) Blame me. Blame me. Do you really need 1 million stuffed animals that you've accumulated in one house to go to the next house? Okay. This is an opportunity for you to start new memories, have a blank slate, a fresh start. Only take the things you love, things that what spark joy, right? Marie Kondo. Can I get an amen on that? So definitely do that. And I I really believe that this is going to help your move feel lighter as you're getting rid of those things. 
Uh, and again, remember, donate to some local charities, uh, local organizations that are giving these things to other people. Or I will soon, I do promise, I actually push pause on um, doing the yard sale podcast episode that I had planned on doing really early on in getting this podcast up and running because it is step number two is really the donation or the the selling of these items that you're getting rid of. But I just had to stop because I felt like if we're all, you know, on lockdown and we're supposed to be social distancing, I didn't feel like it was appropriate to start telling you all about how to do a yard sale if we're not actually supposed to be hanging out with people and touching people and exchanging cash money and you know, all that kind of stuff. So please stand by more details for that will be coming soon. I do have that on my agenda soon to be doing podcasts about how to have a successful yard sale. But in the meantime, we're going to purge, get rid of anything we're not using before we go. Then we're going to be planning on purging once we get there and we realize, you know what, I tried to make it work, but it's not going to work in this space. So time to say goodbye to those items. All right. And really take comfort in knowing that people are going to be able to use these awesome items uh, whenever you have said goodbye to them. All right. That's a little comforting and helpful when you're doing that purge. All right. So that's step one, the purge, get rid of those items. And like I say, grab a bag with handles so that as you're going through your space and you're purging those items, sticking them in bags with handles, you can just set those bags by your front door. And the second you walk out the door, stick them in your front seat not your trunk because they might get forgotten. Set them in your front seat and donate them as soon as you possibly can. It really will help get that purge going all the way. <laughs> you will be all the way done. And if you know that you're going to be moving, you might be needing to do this several times. All right. So happy purging. Now we're to step two. So this is super important. The enhancement to moving is really properly labeling all of your boxes. So once you've done that good purge and you're not just shoving stuff in boxes that you may not need once you arrive and giving yourself that extra work, you know, once you get there, you're going to be stressed out enough with having to unload all of those boxes. The last thing you want to be doing is having to go through all these things and say, oh, I should have done this before I moved. Not to mention, by the way, the, the fact that you could be losing money. You could be paying extra per box if you've got somebody coming in to pack the stuff up and, and ship it for you. You might be losing money if you're shipping all of these additional things when it was unnecessary. So really do get rid of as much as you possibly can and label these boxes properly. So how do we do that? Well, you're going to go get some boxes. And if you know anyone who recently moved and you know that they've got boxes, I do this a lot with my clients. If I'm working with a client who's moving and we're unpacking all of their stuff and getting that set up, if I've got another client, this actually happened just a few months ago, before prior to the pandemic, I was helping one mom with her move and I knew that I was going to be helping another one. I actually asked her and they were friends too. I asked her, I said, can I use those boxes that you're done with? So we would unpack that stuff in her home. I would break the boxes down, stick them in my trunk, and then I would just take them over to my new client's house and help box all of her stuff up. So that is so nice to be able to give those boxes, uh, if you have any leftover shipping tape that you want to share, how 
wonderful is that? And what a gift to the person who's receiving that. So do consider if you know anyone who's moving or you can go to places like grocery stores and say, do you have any boxes that you guys are breaking down and getting rid of? I know that Trader Joe's is really great about this. They have a lot of those boxes. So I have gone when I've been helping clients or with moves of my own, I will go to Trader Joe's and I will ask a manager, do you have any boxes you're getting rid of today that I could take off your hands and be able to use for my organizing clients? And I'm telling you, they always say yes. If they don't have them on hand at the moment, because they've already gotten rid of them, they will say, I, I don't right now, but come back tomorrow at you know, 8 a.m., 9 a.m., because they unpack those boxes really early in the morning to get the groceries on the shelves and they have all those boxes. So that's actually a great help to them as well. All right. When you've got your boxes and you are packing up those boxes, I want you to consider a few different things. So with this step, what you're going to want to do is have the proper boxes and you want to have several Sharpies, maybe you even want to color code them, grab a couple different colors. You want to label on that box. You want to label what room it is going into. Now, don't be shy about putting extra details. You might want to put in parentheses in little letters. You might want to put uh, was in this space, going to this space. And the reason is because you might see living room on the box and be like, okay, wait, was that the thing I had in the old living room or is it going to the new living room? And was that the thing that maybe was in one of your kids' rooms or it was in the living room, but now you don't have the built-in unit that you had in your living room. So you've, you've decided you're going to relocate it to a kid's room or do you see where I'm going with this? It can get lost in translation if you're not being specific. So right now I want you to think I will be 100% just putting the label with the Sharpie on the box where it is going to land. And that's going to help anybody who's helping you move in as well. So they're going to see that and they're going to say, oh, living room. That's going to be in, you know, all capital letters. Most important thing. We're going to put that in the living room uh, or the bedroom or the bathroom or the kids bathroom. Be specific if you've got several rooms in your home that could be named the same thing. So put, you know, Isabel's bathroom, Duke's bathroom, don't do that if that's not your kids' names because that would be weird, but that's my kids' names. Okay, so you're going to put your children's names or you're going to put that for closet. You're going to put master closet. If you've got two different closets, one for hubs, one for wifey, first of all, congratulations. That's amazing. If you do, make sure you put that on there, okay? So then you want to, after you've got your main heading and you might want to put out to the side like, was in blah, 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 going to blah, blah, blah. Don't be afraid to get specific. Then you're going to put a little colon and drop down and you are going to list. Please do not skip this step. And I'll tell you why you're going to list specifically what's in those boxes. So let's say kitchen or bathroom. Let's say we put kitchen or we've put master bathroom, or if you decide you want to put that child's name or something for the bathroom. Once you have your main heading, Imagine once you arrive on the scene to your new place and you see kitchen, you're going to have possibly 50 million boxes that say kitchen. Where do you begin? We all know that there are items that you are only bringing out for the holidays if you put it under the kitchen category, right? So put that specifically on the box because that way if you just need to get out your basics, like you'd like to have a fork to eat dinner with, you'd like to have a plate that's maybe perhaps microwavable, you'd like to have your one skillet that you know you can throw some eggs in so that 
you can have some breakfast the next morning when you're starving. You might even want to put essentials on that kitchen box and decide in that one box you are going to put in a set of, you know, two to three people, plates, bowls, forks, spoons. Just think about what it's going to be like when you arrive on the scene and you need those necessities. Does that make sense? So we're putting the main kitchen heading on there, drop down, and you want to put specifically like four forks, four spoons, four knives, you know, whatever. And the reason is so that you are not scrambling through all the boxes and then you've opened up a ton of boxes and you still can't find those basics. Maybe you, in that one, you want to have like some drinking cups. Maybe you want to have uh, your blender. If you are a smoothie girl every single morning, you got to have that blender. That might go in your essential box. So just be thinking about those things ahead of time. All right, let's turn our attention to like bathroom and why that would be important. Bathroom. You might have several boxes for bathroom, but you want to have those essentials. Girlfriend, you need to have the go-to makeup. Girlfriend, you need to have the go-to blow dryer or the curling iron. You need to have the feminine hygiene products quickly because, you know, that's going to be what happens as soon as you show up. Of course, let's just throw, you know, Let's just throw that into the mix that you're going to have that situation come up immediately. And you don't want to be scrambling. You don't want to be unboxing a million other things. You know, the hot rollers that you haven't used since high school (laughs) when you're like, "Mm, I just need, you know, the things you want to think ahead. Don't be like, oh yeah, as soon as I get there, I'll go grocery shopping for the, you know, the toilet paper and the whatever. Just do it right before, just do like a little four pack or a little two pack of toilet paper. You want to make sure you've got that. And again, putting that in that essential bathroom box. So do we see how labeling specifically could be super helpful once you get on the scene? And let's also know we're going to be a little sleep deprived. We're going to be a little stressed out more so than usual. And to not have to use those extra brain cells to be like, okay, what was the shape of that box? Because I see like four or five in here that say bathroom. I do not want to go through all of these. I need to pee. Like I need a roll of toilet paper. You don't want to use those brain cells for that. All right, let's save those brain cells for being kinder and more patient to people. Okay. All right. So you want to make sure you've got your boxes and your your shipping tape and your Sharpies before you go into that. And remember, you want to have things like batteries labeled on that box so that you know that if you are looking for the remote control and of course you get the TV installed and you got all these boxes to go to, but all you need is a couple of batteries for that dang remote because you got to turn on, you know, Paw Patrol for your little one who's bouncing off the wall so that you can unpack. Girl, you need to have some batteries. Last thing you're going to want to do is head out to Target and do a Target trip because you know you've got batteries for that remote control. All right. So properly labeling is the key to you not pulling your hair out once you get on the scene. And again, just a reminder, as you're pulling things out, and you're looking at your new space, if you feel like you're not going to use it, stick it in a purge pile. And then as a box is emptied, just take those things and stick them in that empty box. And you're going to grab that Sharpie that you are going to have in your back pocket at all times. And you're going to scribble out whatever notes you would put before. And you're going to put donation on the box or 
Claire's Health. If you're going to take it to Claire's Health and drop it off or Goodwill or Salvation Army or whatever your favorite charity is, you're going to want to relabel that to make sure that people are not missing that when it's time to head out and donate those things that just actually aren't going to end up working. All right. Uh, I will tell you that one of the things that happened to me once when I was moving is we had these big, gigantic square plates. And when we moved to a place in New York, I had, it was a tiny little place. I had actually had unpacked them and I realized the big square plates didn't fit in my new cabinets. Well, I didn't want to get rid of those because I wanted to hang on to them and I just didn't know what to do with them. And so I actually ended up repacking those because that was like year two of being married. So these were our forever plates. So I was not going to just get rid of them. So I actually ended up packing them up immediately because those were in my essential box to unpack right away. I gave them to the moving company and they actually went back because we had a storage unit, a temporary storage unit because we were living in the little space for only a couple years and then we were going to move back to California. And so I immediately, I saw that that was my essential box. So I was undoing, I realized immediately that wasn't going to fit, packaged it up quickly, gave it back to the movers who were still there and they ended up taking it back to California with them with some of the other stuff to put it back in our storage unit. So labeling was really key in that situation because I was able to make that quick move to, to pivot and get those things out of there quickly. And I didn't have to then store them in our tiny little space that I didn't have room for. And we weren't going to be using those plates because we just, we just ended up using salad plates for the two years that we were there. And that was still totally fine. So yeah, things like that, those things will pop up. Uh, and that actually leads me to the final step, step three. And this is all about visualizing this move. And the reason that this is the extra, this is kind of the cherry on top, the third E, the extra visualizing this move is going to be so important because you can troubleshoot ahead of time. So we're going to sleep at night. Yes, we may be so excited, but if you're anything like me, your mind is just going to be spinning, 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 because you're going to be thinking of all the different things that you need to get done before the movers come. Or if you're doing the move by yourself, how all that's going to play out. And I want you to really make this your third step because you could potentially see things and troubleshoot before you get there, before you leave the home you're leaving, before you get to the new home. I mean, let's say, for example, you want to use this visualizing time as you're barely sleeping and counting sheep just doesn't seem to be working. You're going to be thinking, okay, in order, what do I need to be doing? Did I get all the boxes I needed? Did I get the Sharpies? Did I get backup Sharpies to the Sharpies in case those don't work? Do I have a bag that I'm noting is technology for the kids to keep them active while I'm unpacking? Did I get those basic essentials and stick those in one box and properly label them? Did we get all of the keys that perhaps we had loaned out to a housekeeper or to a babysitter in the city where we live in? Did I get those keys back so we can turn them into the landlord or turn them into, you know, the new people who are going to live in the house or... When your head hits the pillow and you're thinking about all of these things, and I might, I will advise perhaps having a notepad and pen right next to your bedside table, on your bedside table, so that as these things are popping up in your mind, you're not thinking, oh, I need to go down and I need to write this down because I'm going to forget it. Or perhaps you've got your cell phone right next to your bed. I think you're not supposed to do that for your health, but again... I'm based in reality. So my cell phone is right next to my bed. Maybe pop that out and stick in your little notes section of your smartphone 
you know, jot those things down. So that way when you wake up in the morning, you can, you can get them out of your brain. They're on paper. You can sleep. And when you wake up in the morning, you're a little bit more prepared for packing and getting organized for that move that day. Perhaps one of the things you want to be visualizing is, again, if you're, if you're doing this with kids, you want to think ahead to like in the new city that you're going to, do you have a babysitter? Do you have somebody that you might want to have be on the job with you that day? And maybe you're not moving to a different city. You might be moving like my last client moving like, you know, five houses down. <laughs> she loved the neighborhood so much. They waited and there was a house on the market and they snapped it up. So um, maybe you want to have somebody in town. Maybe this is an opportunity for you to tap in, use the family card and say, Hey, I'm going to move. And while yes, it would be super helpful if you could help me with the actual move. What I really need is you to just watch the kids for me. You know, those are things that we can be thinking about ahead of time and playing them out. And you are a magical mom, multitasking superhero. So I know you are thinking about these things ahead of time, but these are things that are going to enter your mind as your head hits the pillow and think, ah, I've got to remember to do that tomorrow. So whether you're going to put that in your notes folder in your phone, or you're going to stick it on a piece of paper, then you definitely want to get that out of your mind because sleep, rest, this is so important during this time. I uh, will say I'm going to endorse the product that I love. I don't know if you're a melatonin fan or what, but I actually love this brand. I get it from Whole Foods called Calm and you can have it hot or cold. It's just a powder you stick in your water and it really just helps you be calm. So I'm just going to highly recommend that. I'm going to have to stick that in the show notes because that's something that whenever I feel super stressed out, I already have issues sleeping, girlfriend, window into my life the stressful person who has to have organization and, and structure in order to sleep at night. As you're visualizing all of these things and you're drifting off calmly to sleep, that might be something that might be a nice little help for you. Obviously, I'm going to say I'm not a doctor, so please check in with your doctor or nutritionist or a nurse, whoever you have that you go to, to talk to them about that first. But that is something that I'll just kind of take the edge off. All right. I mean, as long as you're taking the edge off isn't tequila. So maybe that's the route you want to go. <laughs> but girlfriend, listen, moving is a lot. It is stressful. And I, I am here with you. I have done this so many times. I actually love it because I'm crazy. I love a fresh start. I love organizing a new space. If you are ready to make this move and you need backup, call me. I would love to help you if I'm local. I have also got online courses. You can go to everythingwithstyle.com. Check out the home course. Check out the schedule course. Those have got lots of extra details too about moving and things that will help you get organized and styling that move so that it's successful for you. And please stick to the three E's. Once you check those three E's off your list, go on to the next three E's. Be patient and loving and kind with the people who you're moving with, with the people who are there to help you, whether that be movers or family or friends who chip in listen, this is going to be a pizza night. You order pizza, whether it's a cold beer or a Coca-Cola or a big tall glass of water, get what you need, put it in place. These are things you can be visualizing that third E visualizing and playing out in your mind at night when it's time to go to sleep so that you will have that organized and successful move 
it's going to be stressful, but it doesn't have to be completely overwhelming that it paralyzes you. You know what I'm saying? So that's it. Use your three E's, your essential purge before you go for your move, before you start packing up, do that essential purge. After you arrive on the scene, do that essential purge again. Your second step, your enhancement, that is going to be your opportunity to whip out the labels and you're going to get really specific. That's going to help you once you arrive on the scene, really label your boxes properly. And additionally, that is going to be helping the people who are helping you move too, because they're going to be able to see, oh, wow, she was really specific when she wrote this stuff down. So I know exactly where that needs to go. And if I'm going to be spending the next few days with her helping her unpack, I'm going to know what's in those boxes and know where those need to go and what's going to be in them in case I need to help her out. You know what I'm saying? It's good for everybody to label. And then finally, really your extra is going to just be visualizing the success of this move. And I will tell you, I forgot to say that Michael Phelps, if you've ever seen him in any interviews, one of the things that he uh, really attributes to his success in these amazing swims and these Olympic medals that he's had is visualizing his race. This is something that he talks about his coaches telling him about early on, and he will go to the pool prior to his, I almost said rehearsal. What? <laughs> That's what the theater girl in me wants. It's not a rehearsal. What is it? Practice, a practice run, whatever. Training, that's what it is. Prior to training, he will just go and he will sit and stare at the pool and he will close his eyes and he will open his eyes and he will be visualizing this. And then when he gets in the pool and he's training, he will visualize all of this playing out and he will think, what happens if my goggles come loose? What happens if somebody comes into my lane, he will troubleshoot all of these possibilities. What happens if I feel a cramp in my leg or I don't feel like I got the breath work right? How can I reset my mind and get refocused? These are things that, you know, you might have a leg cramp while you're moving. You might, somebody might be getting in your lane <laughs> and they are venturing out from their lane. All right, stay in your lane. <laughs> but these are definitely helpful things that are going to help you cross the finish line and get the desired results in that move. And I know that you can do this if you've never done it before or if you've done it a million times. I promise you, this is going to be a successful move. Put these three steps into place, then come up with your next three steps and communicate with the people around you. Smile, even if you don't have the words because you're exhausted, just smile at them. <laughs> That's helpful. If you're still wearing a mask while you are uh, doing a move, just tug it down for one quick second and smile and smile with your eyes and let those people know that you are grateful for their help. And I'm telling you, you're going to do great. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be organized and successful and things are going to derail you for a moment, but you're going to be able to visualize and troubleshoot this ahead of time. And you're going to have a great successful move. And I'm so excited for you. Uh, and you know, I want to see some before and after photos too, if you are doing this. Now, if you are not moving, but you have a friend who is moving or a family member, please share this episode with them. It would make me so happy if it lives outside of us and it goes on to, to help someone else. Additionally, I want you to stay tuned for my next episode, my bestie, Tiffany Sharp. We have been BFF since the seventh grade. I'm not going to tell you how old I am right now, but that's been a lot of years. She is actually going to continue this talk about a successful move 
with kids because her husband, Matt, has been transferred many times all over the world to start new companies. And when he does that, she's the supportive wife with the little kiddos that follows him. And because of that, she has become the moving queen. So she's actually going to share with us next week about how to get your kids settled into the new space. A little bit of that is going to have to do with organization and making sure that they have things ready for them so that they feel like their rooms are home and comfortable as soon as they get there. Additionally, she's going to talk about what does that mean for getting them involved with school, extracurricular activities, churches, still being able to communicate with their friends that maybe they haven't met yet and they're still staying in touch virtually with their other friends or maybe having a new friend coming and spending the night with them, that kind of stuff. She's going to talk all about that and I cannot wait. I've been anxious to get her on the podcast for a while now. So hope these three simple steps are helpful to getting you organized and ready for your move. And again, please share these with friends. And if you like this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could head over to iTunes and rate and review it for me. All right, you guys have a happy and healthy rest of the summer. And if you are moving, I'm saying prayers for you. It is going to be wonderful. Stick to those three E's and I can't wait to hear how it goes. All right. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.